Hello, I'm Bonnie Snowden, ex-corporate person and mother turned successful artist entrepreneur. It wasn't that long ago though that I lacked the confidence, vision and support network to focus on growing my dream business. Fast forward past many life curveballs, waves of self-doubt and so many lessons learned and you'll see Ignite, my thriving online coloured pencil artist community. A community that changes members' lives for the better and gives me freedom to live abundantly whilst doing what I love and spending quality time with my beloved family and dogs. All whilst creating my best artwork with coloured pencils and mentoring others to do the same. But this life wasn't always how it was for me. It used to only exist in my imagination. I've created the It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast to help increase people's confidence, share mine and my community's experience and hope through fascinating personal stories, champion the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and create another channel through which I can support others to realise their dreams. If you're a passionate coloured pencil artist or an aspiring one who's looking to create their best work and a joyful life you love, you're in the right place. Grab a cuppa and a custard cream. Let's get cracking. I've always struggled finding clothes that suited me, especially now that I'm a larger size. Last year, leafing through a magazine, I came across this lovely, smiley lady who offered a styling consultancy. So I felt really drawn to her and contacted her. I'm delighted that this week my guest is Sarah Gray. She's helped me hugely with my wardrobe. And although I still sway back to my comfort clothes, I know that I have some fabulous outfits when I need them. Ah. <laughs> Oh, it's so nice to see you. How are you? Thank you. Oh, I'm ever so nervous, Bonnie. <laughs> oh. oh, why? <laughs> what are you nervous about? Don't be dare. I don't know. You're talking about me, isn't it? It's like usually I'm talking about everyone else. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's it's always a lot easier, isn't it, when we're we're sort of yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I'm very honoured, very, very honoured. Like the calibre of people you talk to is just so incredible. And I love your podcast. I listen to them all. Anyway, so yes, I'm very honoured. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, it's a pleasure. It's so nice to see you. And you're wearing my colours. <laughs> you're, wearing, you're wearing orange and blue. Hurrah. <laughs> Obviously, that was planned. <laughs> Oh, gosh. oh well it's honestly it's so so nice to be and also to be chatting to you as well about um but not about me because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's um yeah we, we I kind of found you through the brand you magazine that's right yeah yeah and you had like um I think you had a whole page advert in there yes and I think because uh, I really struggle with clothes and you know because of my size and you know I, I I just really struggle with what suits me and everything so I saw that when I was kind of flicking through it and it wasn't every anything that I ever thought I'd kind of well I hadn't even hadn't even entered my brain until I saw the advert and I was like okay oh my goodness this woman looks so friendly and nice and <laughs> And I don't mean to sound, you just looked like just a, a normal person. <laughs> yeah, I think is, I am. You know, I yeah. am totally, well, a bit wacky, bonkers, but normal. <laughs> yeah, and I just thought, oh my goodness, I, I think I could actually, this might be something really not, and that's when I got, got in touch with you. So yeah. I think it'd be really, really nice to talk about, obviously, what you do, you know, how you do it. And then I'd love to know a little bit more about you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'll tell yeah, you anything you and everything. Off, off, off you go. <laughs> so, I mean, when people meet me now, they say, oh, you're so confident and, you know, you just, you you know, you stand out and all of this lovely stuff. And 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 it's not until we get to, to you know, a conversation like you and I are having that I say to them, well, you know, it wasn't always that way. I have kind of learned to be that way. And and so, you know, my history is that I was a kid with a severe skin condition, eczema, top to toe. I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to stand out because I was standing out for reasons that I was judged. Well, I felt I was judged and I was different and you know, and so it was hard as a kid, you know, people pointing fingers and you know, just um, was made me want to hide away. However, in the back of my head somewhere was always this love of conflict because I was different and I stood out and I didn't want to. Yet there was always this thing that I wanted to be different, but not in that way. In a I wanted to, I was, you know, I remember there's a photograph of when I was about five and at a family wedding and I was hiding behind my dad in this photograph, but my red shoes poked out and, you know, and, and things like that, that I, yes, I wanted to be seen, but I didn't want to be seen because of how I looked. So it's, it's quite a conflict that was going on. And that continued until I was 30 years old. So once I was 30, I I was very fortunate to have found a doctor who could really help me and did help me. And now it's a whole different, it's a whole different person. I feel like the the real me now is on the outside, whereas she never was. She she always didn't want to be seen, you know. So um, for me now to help give women back or, or find the confidence to show up is the most enjoyable you know it's heartfelt it's all those things that I just absolutely love it oh my goodness you see and and of course I didn't know anything about that no of course (laughs) because we don't we don't talk about those things that's 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 quite a story well and you know I'm learning to tell that story now because you know long time ago somebody said to me oh your story's really powerful you must tell it but it was it's always emotional, isn't it? Telling your own story. <laughs> so I had to get over the emotion to start with and actually be able to say it with a smile and not tears. So now I'm I'm really learning to use my story in a in a way that is not that I don't want any all oh, bless you, you know, all that. I want the reson I want it to resonate with people and go, she's been where I've been, not because of skin, but just for whatever the reason is that you don't want to show up or your fear, the fear of being judged or not accepted or not being cool or you know all those things that we have got in a lot a lot of my well all of my clients have some fear in that way that she gets it she's been there (laughs) and I know I can trust her and that's that's why I do what I do yeah oh wow that is amazing and how fantastic well how frustrating that it took that long to be able to find something you know, to help, but how brilliant that it that it came along, and now you're able to sort of, I guess, live your live your best life on the outside. Totally. I mean, I I don't think of it as a frustration in, in a funny way. I think of it as I went through all of those things, and I say that I think, oh gosh, I'm a fraud because it's not. It wasn't life or death like some people deal with, you know. So I always think, gosh, my, 
you know, I don't, I sort of, I'm bigging up a story that isn't as big as some. <laughs> so I have a real sort of, um, it's that again, it's that learning to accept your own story. But, but yes, I, I, everything I did and went through and worked in the corporate world and having that misfit of not fitting in and, you know, all those, I needed to do all of that to be able to do what I do now. So I really, really, truly believe that it doesn't matter what we do in life, there's a lesson every step of the way. So, yeah, I see it all as being sort of me collecting all my bits to then suddenly find myself doing this job. I mean, I have been doing it for 16 years, but it wasn't a plan. So, um, so, yeah, yeah, I absolutely love I love that attitude. And and it's one I and I I think this is why even through a, you know, through a magazine, the, the, I felt there was a connection, you know, and now listening, listening to this and, and your backstory and everything, I'm exactly the same way, you know, and, and actually me saying, oh, gosh, that must have been a frustration. That's putting my feelings onto you. But actually, if I look at m- my backstory, yeah, you know, everything was there to get me to where I am now. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, we can either take that attitude, or we can go down the the woe is me route and yeah. all of that kind of thing and but then yeah. what, what what does that then where does that then take us so gosh that's um oh um, uh, that's amazing <laughs> I, I just think it's just fantastic and and what's kind of what stuck out for me there is you know when you were hiding behind your dad but your red shoes were poking out yeah and, and it's now, quite a famous picture in our family <laughs> brilliant but now when I look at you because I, I always look at you and and I think oh gosh you look so just fabulous because you always wear like lovely colors or shapes and I I know you've really helped me with my sort of styling when we did uh we did the color bits and pieces and everything as well which I found really interesting the thing I hated was where you made me take a photograph of myself and I was like oh my god (laughs) like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I've only just met this woman and she wants me to do that I know I know um but, but that has really helped me but I'm I'm I've still am very um I, I always sway to, you know, my usual yeah. comfy, comfy clothes. Yeah. I mean, have you always had a passion for kind of styling or colour or what was it that got you into where you are now? Yeah. So when I think back, yes, I've always loved clothes, not fashion. I've never wanted to be in the latest thing. And I still don't. Um, I'm all about us being, oh, well, certainly starting with me, being true to who you are. But the, the the sort of catalyst to, to getting into my job was my two sisters, actually. My older sister said to me, you should do the styling thing. So at this point in my life, I, w- I was ready to really just walk away from corporate. I was moving from London to Leamington Spa, where I am now in, in Warwickshire, and I did not want to commute. So I worked out my notice in London and then moved and for the first time since I was about 13 I didn't have a job so it was like oh my goodness I'm not working (laughs) but but it was a time I think I didn't work for two months and I it was a time I could reevaluate. and my older sister said to me you should do the styling thing and I said what are you talking about and she gave me a perception her perception of me that was a million miles away from my perception of myself and it was things like we all come to you for um, for advice for, on our clothes. You shop in shops I've never heard of. I mean, I still to this day don't understand that one because I don't shop anywhere else than the high street. But um, 
And then, yeah, she just, it was just a real sort of, you could have slapped me around the face with a wet fish, you know, it was like, what? And so I replayed that conversation to my younger sister who said, yeah, but don't you remember in school, everyone copied you? I said, no. And she said, yeah, but in the sixth form, everyone copied your style. I said, no, we were just all wearing the same. She said, no, you started it. I just, again, I just could not get my head around this. But what it did was plant a little seed. And I thought, okay, so maybe there's something in this. Didn't for a minute think I would still be doing it 16 years later. But I went and I retrained. And you think to yourself, right, you know, put myself through university. How hard can it be? It's one of the hardest things I ever did was retrain. And so you you do have a natural sort of passion for it. But to be really good at it, I think you also need to know the rules, have a natural passion about it, but know how to break the rules as well. And really, really know how to put someone's personality first. So, and that's what I hope I do. So yeah, it was just other people's perception of me that made me even, even consider it. Didn't even know, really know it was a thing. Thought it was something that people had stylists for the telly, you know, <laughs> just yeah, bonkers, <laughs> but the best thing ever that I've done. Oh, that's amazing. Do you know, aren't sisters brilliant? Yeah, aren't they just? <laughs> <laughs> it was my big sister that got me into doing what I'm doing. Of course, yes. Yeah, on a yeah. train from Harrogate to Leeds. She was like, come on, Bond, this is what you need to do. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I was kind of doing it then. It wasn't sort of, you know, but she was the one that that was that real catalyst. And I've had, you know, amazing support. So uh, that's that's wonderful. I love yeah. that. I bet they're so proud of you. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's funny because um, I sort of, I never want to be that sister who's forever harping on about what they're wearing or anything crazy like that. So I don't talk about it unless they talk about it to me and they do. And so it's, it's, it's lovely. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. So you've been, you've been a stylist then for 16 years. Yeah. Bonkers, isn't it? <laughs> believe it so got married in that time had two kids in that time business has changed you know evolved so much in that time and thankfully I'm still here (laughs) (laughs) and you get you know I'm I'm thinking you'll get all sorts of different different people coming but I I imagine that there is that connection so you will get us almost like um probably somebody who shares similar values to you yeah, you're absolutely right. So over the years, I've probably, you know, seen women of all ages, of all walks of life, in all different stages of their life or journey or whatever. But now I've kind of, it's kind of gone that way naturally, but I've also kind of niched it a little bit that I really, really, really love working with female business owners who've got a successful business themselves but it's they've just got that one little area that in order to take their business up a notch they've just got to get rid of that fear of of showing up and 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 that fear of being accepted but because of how they're dressed and all of those things and that's and you know that's that's the sort of woman I've ended up attracting and that is it's magnificent to me I and not only because I can help them, but because I can learn so much from them as well. So 
so yeah I, but but have met the most amazing women and that is that is uh something really special oh that's you know it, I I think over the last couple of years I've been introduced to all sorts of different people and the the brand you magazine which is where I found you yeah there's all sorts of people in there that kind of keep popping up in different places and oh they're a member of this they're a member of that and and you're absolutely right you know it's this sort of this female entrepreneurship isn't it it's women that are trying to you know empowering themselves but also empowering everybody around them and it's and it's amazing it's really really amazing to be part of that that community you know regardless of whether you know somebody really really well it's just that brushing brushing shoulders with people who you know who have got something that they can kind of offer you or give you or you know a little bit of advice or whatever and it's it's amazing what that that little tiny bit of something can have you know the impact it can have I, I absolutely agree and I think that the support that women can give women I have a very supportive family around me so it's not that I don't have that support but the the support that comes from women entrepreneurial women is unique I think and if you are a woman in business running your own business you need that around you because yeah it it is as you said you know it's it, it is very special and and uplifting and inspiring and you know even on the even on the not so good days, you know, you, you've got somewhere to to go and somebody understands. And yeah, really, I think it's really important. And I, and I do network a fair bit, both online and offline. And a couple of the, well, one of the groups I go to, I probably don't really go there for the business now. It's, it's the support. Mm-hmm. And it's the building that, well, it's always about building relationships, isn't it? But but that what that one particular group I'm thinking of, I I go there because I've made so many friends there, and we all support each other, and it's magnificent. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can't replicate that somewhere, you know, in a in other communities. I think. No, it is. It is. It's it's amazing, and you know the connections and and also the friendships that you can make as well is yeah, absolutely fantastic. I forget but- sometimes my friends. I think oh gosh I've been friends for ages oh we met networking yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how we met <laughs> yeah I mean I'm 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 a funny one because I am definitely I'm all about the comfort and I'm also you know I talk to people about getting out of their comfort zone my comfort zone very much is at home with my dogs or my children you know doing my drawing yeah. and the, this last two two years has actually been very comfortable for me because yeah. you know this is this is where I, I'm I'm the happiest you know I'm happy on my own I love talking to people you know anyway I mean I I love having a chat I'm very um I think I think I'm what they call a sort of like an extroverted introvert where you know I I I can be the life and soul but also I'm, I'm equally really really happy kind of on my own but what the downside of that is that I have become very very comfortable in not looking you know, it's like I've got no makeup on today. And sometimes I kind of think to myself, gosh, actually, I really should make an effort because is it is it rude for me to sit here with no makeup on? <laughs> <laughs> and my sort of linen smock. 
<laughs> a really glamorous picture of me here. But is that rude of me to show up like that? And this is something that I've got. Um, it goes round and round in my head, uh, you know, still for me to be really successful. Do I have to really make an effort in how I look or can I still walk around looking like a, a bag lady? <laughs> And I don't mean that in, in any sort of like, you know, but basically not, you know, making an effort to me isn't, it's not a, a huge important part of, of who I am. But I don't know whether that's still part of my, almost like my healing process from, from everything that I've been through. Yeah. I also do wonder if that's part of the my weight issue as well. I won't go too deep because we'll end up crying. I'll end up crying on you. But Oh, you know, gosh, I, it doesn't take a lot to set me <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting here weeping. but I wonder if 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 it's almost like um you know like you were saying about you're you're trying not to stand out but yeah. you do want to stand out yeah, and yeah. you know I'm I'm really happy to show up I do videos all of the time and they're always yeah. they're always quite humorous they're always quite funny but I'm quite a humorous funny person yeah yeah but then I wonder if that's sort of almost like a bit of a, a mask to kind of protect myself and you know I, I don't it's a we're getting a bit deep here, sorry, and we should be talking about your styling. But no, no, it's all it's all connected, though, Bonnie. I, I I I sometimes think, God, I really should make an effort because if I don't, I'm I'm being that's rude. I should be dressing up and I should be putting all my makeup on and I should be doing my hair properly because otherwise it's really rude. And then the other part of me is saying, but is it rude or are you just showing up as your authentic self at the moment? Yeah. So I have probably quite a lot to say about that Um, (laughs) but um the first thing is that word should it we need to get rid of it (laughs) because who says how you should show up you know I do not for one minute think oh she's rude she didn't put any makeup on today no it's not it is not it's it just isn't a big thing Uh, it can be and some people you know you'll talk about having possibly having the mask but some people's mask is showing up with makeup don't step out the front door without it you know so you've got it goes from complete opposite ends of the spectrum and I think there's so much of the oh I should be doing this and I should be doing that and actually what we if we're going to use the word should what we should be doing is what's true to each of ourselves you know When you go to an event or when you go for a photo shoot, the effort is put in. But it's not like some unbelievable amount of effort that you think, crikey, this is taken me weeks to prepare for. It's just enough to be appropriate for whatever the occasion or or whatever. But on a day to day, you've got to be bonnie. And, And that is really important to me. You can just tweak maybe when you're on camera as you do oh I'll put my blue shirt on today because I know that looks fab or you know and those things and that's enough it it really is I don't I genuinely don't think we should be making ourselves into something we're not you know as long as we're always appropriate it's that's good enough you know yeah yeah and I mean you know I've been to um my my nephew's 21st well it was actually his 23rd um <laughs> yes of course. it was going to be his 21st it was going to yeah. be his 22nd and then now it was his yeah 
you know, you suggested some some really a really nice outfit actually, yeah, which I wore, and you know, I felt part of you know the whole yeah. thing they were all wearing their dresses and everything like that and yeah, I, I did feel you know and it was it was I would never have picked out what you picked for me okay you know so uh and this is something that I, I remember the the blue shirt with the lizards on yes I love that shirt yeah, I remember <laughs> you know and you when you style I, I really love uh you know how how you kind of send your videos through so um, you send through, you've got a little circle with your face in it and you're that's, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, right, so this is your mood board one and this is what I've chosen for you and these are the reasons why. And then it's obviously a, a system that you use, like a platform or something that you use. Yes, yeah, it is. Down the side and you're like, you know, right, I'll go and buy that. So click on that, off we go, go and buy that. Um, and you were like, mm, so this is a bit of a, I'm not sure about this, <laughs> <laughs> you know. In it, I, I'm not sure whether you're going to like it. And I looked at it and I was like, lizards. <laughs> when would I ever wear anything with a lizard on it? And I thought, you know what? I'm open-minded. And, um, and so I bought it and yeah. I got it home and I put it on. I was like, oh, my goodness, this is just amazing. The colours, just the way it fitted, everything was perfect. And since then, we have both been trying to find something similar. Yes, and haven't kind of got anywhere anywhere close but it's um that that is a really really super piece of clothing and it's so versatile because I can wear it with stuff under it or you know whatever but that then started to show me that I could actually get something that was but the the other thing that you told me as well because we did we had to do it all virtually yeah I remember doing it on the phone and me having to go through all my clothes in my cupboard (laughs) that's right and I think one of the ones was like when you went when you went a little bit quiet and and you weren't rude or anything, but I could almost <laughs> hear in your head. I mean, what what were you thinking? What were you, what was going through your mind when you bought that? <laughs> well, I now know you well enough that I could actually say it out loud. <laughs> you could, you could be like, no, bin it, bin it. But there was, there was a few where I bought patterned stuff. Yes. You know, and you you talked me through why those pattern things wouldn't work. You know, so I've got quite big boobs. So a big pattern kind of over over a boob is going to kind of accentuate it. And you talked me through all of the reasons why I needed sort of layering and, you know, uh, asymmetric shaping and all of that type of stuff. Which, of course, I mean, I, I mean, if I if I just had to buy stuff on my own, I'd buy navy blue. And that would yeah. be it. I just I'm just dressed head to toe in navy blue most <laughs> because again I think I'm trying to just blend in. Yeah, you know, I was driving through Harrogate yesterday. I was going to a physio appointment and and it was quite busy. And I was kind of driving up through on the main sort of street where the, the bus buses and everything. Lots of people around. Yeah, and there was this lady, and she must have been about sixty, and she was dressed head to toe in she had pinks she had oranges she was like really bright and I literally went past like that and my, my yeah dad, fantastic oh my god she looks amazing yeah I would never have spotted her if she'd have been stood there in navy blue she looked fantastic you know she was a, a bigger yeah. lady but she was just like Do you know what I love what I'm wearing and you know I think I look fantastic and that kind of oozes out then doesn't it and I was like gosh, it does yeah it's it's hold your head high and 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 just own it and and that is what she will have done 
and yeah. she'll be doing that d- daily in all sorts of get up probably because she's how she sounds exactly that sort of person um and it's it's amazing you know you can really own it and that gives you uh, a kind of an extra layer of confidence it's very clever I, you know it's very I'm not saying you have, everyone has to go out and and but wear the brightest thing possible it's not really about that it's about just being comfortable in what you love so like the lizards Mm. it was a excuse me it was a curveball but one I really secretly hoped you loved (laughs) and and you did and and now you can walk any down any high street and hold your head high with your lizards on and they're not in your face no at all are they they're just just an interesting fun pattern and that is well Bonnie's interesting and she's fun it's putting you, your inside, it's putting you on the outside. Yeah. And that's the key. It's put, yeah. it's, sometimes I wonder if when we we do, all, you know, we do sometimes go towards the navies, the blacks, the greys, that all of them are brilliant base colours to have in the wardrobe. But sometimes you think, okay, so what am I trying to hide? What am I, why don't I want my real me to be on the outside? <laughs> um, and I see my job as, the icing on the cake so you've done all that work that per, you, you know continual personal development I know you're huge on it and I know you you know it's a big part of your life as it is mine and and when you're at the point where you're ready you might not know you're ready like you opened a magazine and thought oh I'm ready for that you know and I'm the icing on the cake you can't you can't change your life by what you wear but you can you can um, you know it's not a life or death but it's the it's for me it's the icing on the cake when you've when you're comfortable in who you are it's sort of magic sprinkling if you like <laughs> yeah no I, I, absolutely absolutely and I think that's why I'm really you know when I'm doing my zoom calls and I'm doing you know different sessions and everything I feel very comfortable with who I am here it's absolutely. when I have to go you know out of my comfort zone when I have to yeah. go you know, it's like I'm going on holiday in a couple of weeks time. And again, I, you know, I'm not, I'm thinking, oh gosh, you know, what am I going to wear? And then I'm thinking, oh, you know, who cares what I'm going to wear? Yeah. You know, if I wanted to wear a bikini, you know, who cares? Yeah. There's other, there's other large ladies who wear bikinis and I look at them and I think, oh my God, they look amazing. Yeah. You know, it's funny how I can look at, so, you know, follow different people and everything on, on Instagram and I can look at some really quite large ladies yeah, and still think they look incredibly attractive, yeah, you know, beautiful clothes. And, and, and I, I don't look at their bodies and think, Oh God, you know, um, they, they just look wonderful. Yeah, and absolutely. It's funny how I can't look at, I probably need some more inner work I think but I can't look at my body and and kind of em- embrace it I, I always sort of see this bit of a dough baby <laughs> oh, I'm laughing but I'm not laughing at you I'm laughing I am laughing with you <laughs> so I it that you're not it's it's not unco- that's I can't get my words out it's not uncommon it's absolutely what women do we are our own worst enemies because we would we think we look at ourselves and we put all the negative thoughts and you know what we see what we think we see but we would never dream of saying that to another woman and stand in front of the mirror and this this already people are backing off I can almost hear them but (laughs) um but if you 
if you get it, get yourself into something that's figure hugging. So it, it might, you know, if you're not happy to stand there with just your underwear, that's fine. Put something like a, a leggings and a, and a tight top on so you can see your outline. And I, you know, this takes some doing. So you might do it in, in stages, but if you stand in front of the mirror and you, you leave the negative thoughts at the door and you, you start to actually say, what you see so you might say okay oh this wouldn't be me because I've got a really short neck but you might say oh I've got a slender neck whereas before you might have said oh my hair's a mess or I've got a round face or no no let's let's point out the the actual facts let's say okay oh my neck is slender or it's it's shorter than so-and-so's or whatever Oh, my shoulders. Oh, yes, they're quite rounded or they're quite broad or they're and, and actually it's it's the not the it's not the internal thoughts we want. It's the actual facts. So my shoulders are wider than my hips. My hips are wider than my shoulders or I don't seem to have much of a waist or I am straight or I go in at the waist and come back out again. Whatever it is, um, it'll be different for all of us. But but learning those facts and it is a way to kind of accept those facts. When we've got the facts, okay. So I know I've got a defined waist. Excellent. I know now that I need to wear perhaps something that's more fitted, so it shows my waist off. And and those and then because then you can start applying the the bits that will help you get dressed if you like. Um, and it's a slow process, especially when we're not used to, you know, most women. I mean, despite the fact that girls spend their lives looking at selfies, doing selfies and all of that. Women of a certain age, myself included, we actually don't like looking in the mirror. do we? <laughs> so, um, you know, so it's a case of starting gradually and getting used to seeing yourself factually, not, oh, I'm this and oh, I'm that. To take almost a step away from yourself if you like it's a bit of a rambled way of describing it but no I totally, <laughs> yeah I totally get that totally understand that and it, you know it's the same with everything isn't it it's that um sorry my dog's wandering around um, <laughs> um you know it's it's about getting rid of that little critical inner yeah. voice and it's hard it's hard that self-talk is so deep and you know but we can we can amend it we can change it if we just go about it slowly and little steps at a time and it it reminded me actually one of your podcast guests Alex I think her name is from oh Uber Mummies Uber Mummies yes she talked about celebrating the small wins and it's it's again something like that we don't do we we always focus on oh, I haven't done this and I haven't done that. Actually, hang on a minute. What are the small things I have done? Because each of those will add up to something really quite amazing. And so I take a very similar approach. It's the small steps, you know, that will get you thinking more positively about yourself and then you can be more proactive and, and you know, in, in whatever form that takes for you. As I say, we'll all be different, which is right. Yeah, no, definitely. 
definitely she yeah she's a really lovely lady and it's and it is it's it's kind of accepting those little those little steps I think yeah. we're, we're all you know we see that big goal in the in the in the in the future and it's like you know it's like we need to take one big enormous step to get to that yeah. goal. And actually it's all of the little tiddly widdly steps yeah. That, that actually you know, get us there <laughs> and the tiny little steps that get us there yeah actually means that we can go off on a different direction if we need to or we can learn this lesson or we can learn that lesson 100%. and it, it, those those little tiny steps in between uh, I think are where we kind of learn all of those bits and pieces yeah I agree I agree and as Alex rightly says, we should celebrate them as well. <laughs> no, definitely. I'm not very yeah. good at doing that, but yeah, yeah. No, neither am I. <laughs> That's why I think it stuck with me so much from listening to her. When you were doing your, you were saying that it took quite a long time to, or it was quite difficult to retrain. Was that, did you have to go through an actual training to become a stylist? I did because I wanted to learn the, theory of the color and all of that stuff so I love that I mean it's it's fascinating to me it's not a long course I think it was five days or something but harder than I ever imagined (laughs) Um, uh, but but once you've got the theory behind you then you've got the you know you've got you can just use that and then apply your I always, I always call it the an art based on a science because yes, there is theory behind it, but for me, I always take into account personality, lifestyle, all of those things, as well as the technical bits <laughs> that what might suit you in color or whatever. So then I'm, you know, it's the it's the bigger picture for me. There are certain things that you just know because you're interested in it, so. Like I'm just trying to think now, sort of, you know, that if you wear something really baggy, but you've got a waist, you're going to hide it, you know, but you, and there's so certain things you do know, but then you learn extra things like fabrics and all those sorts of things, which I wouldn't really have a clue about fabrics before that. Um, so it's, it, it's a lot, but the most, the, the, the most learning I do is from meeting people, meeting clients and keeping all that I know in the background and pulling out the bits that are relevant to them, tweaking them, making it right for them. Because I don't think there's that should word about to come out, but there's none of this, or you should dress a certain way. It's you need to dress the way that's right for you. (laughs) I really, unless of course you're in an industry where there are strict dress rules. I mean, we would always adhere to those, but we'd still find a way to bring some personality. So I always use an example of a client who is a part-time judge and she absolutely, we adhere to the rules of the court without question. The one way, or the two ways, in fact, that she brings her personality and she's quite a dramatic dresser and what have you, she is at her ring that she wears and the briefcase that she carries. And that's fine because she has control over those and we're allowed to bring some personality in there. But for the most part, yeah, it's it's about dressing right for you as a person. Amazing. And when, in the course, because when I talk to you, you're you're very just how you come across. Uh, you come across as a uh, you know if somebody kind of gets up, and I imagine quite a lot of people get uh, you know if they're if they're coming to you 
firsthand for styling. I imagine there can be an awful lot of tears. I can't remember. I probably cried. You know, being able to cope with that, that sort of uh, almost that coaching element where, you know, I, I feel that I could be really sort of truthful with you. You know, yeah. and, it, and if I needed to cry, I, I would just cry. Yeah. And I know that I would be in a safe space with you. Yeah. Because you, know, you have that, you have this sort of kind of aura around you that of that, you know, that actually well, I can say what I need to say and I can cry if I need to cry. And and I won't be, I won't feel embarrassed or I won't be told to, yeah. no, 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 don't cry, don't cry. It's fine. It's fine. You can't, you, you have that lovely way about you that allows people to just, you know, bring their emotions forward. Is that something that is just part of you or have you had done had any training around the coaching side of stuff? Wow, gosh, that is so amazing for you to say. <laughs> that I just, I literally could cry at that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, they don't teach you that bit. Um, oh, I think that that comes from, oh, it's somewhere inside me, I think you know my family we we don't hide our emotions <laughs> you know we we're quite honest and supportive and we don't you know if you're upset you're upset you don't get told to oh they're there now don't cry or anything like that so I've, for me I think it's about being authentic and I can't be anything else but me I'm not very good at uh, trying to be something I'm not and so what you see is is, is me and and the fact that you can say that how comfortable and how how trusting um, the space is means more to me than I can ever ever begin to find the words for because that's what I would hope. Having said that, I that I always think yes, there is a very much a, a coaching element. Not had any training on coaching ever, but I'm very empathetic and and. And just allow people to be uh, themselves, you know. But almost sometimes, and I not don't mind telling you this, but almost to my detriment sometimes, in the sense that I, for personal reasons, just got burnout once or twice. Went for some counselling, and she said to me, "What do you do after you've um, had a client session? What do you do for you?" I said, "What do you mean?" what what I don't understand what you mean she went you are what obviously what I do is incredibly personal um and she said well people are offloading onto you what do you do with that I was like don't do anything with it she's like right you give so much of yourself you've got to find an outlet for that to protect yourself I had never considered that ever and it's it's similar, I think, to not not in a. I don't mean it's exactly the same, but when I think of friends who are work for Samaritans and they do have counselling, they have to then offload, and not in a un, not in an untrusting way. And I don't tell anybody anything about my clients really, but I have to be able to park it and not become it. <laughs> but that and that's taken years for me to learn that because I didn't do that naturally I would just scoop everyone up and hold them close but actually that didn't do me any good because I can't fix those bits I can only fix the bit that I'm the expert at so 
Does that make sense? <laughs> it makes total makes total and utter sense. Um, you know, as a, as a coach, you would have sort of like a coach supervisor. That's because, right, exactly. You know, yeah. and especially with with something, you know, somebody like me comes along to you and goes, "Oh, you know, I look I look a mess. Please sort me out." It isn't about the clothes. No, <laughs> it's never. It isn't ever about what we say it's going to be about. Is no, it? no, it isn't. <laughs> it's, it's always about completely. And it and it's about that that person. And of course, as soon as somebody feels there, they can you know they can talk. It might even be something that's totally buried. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and those te- those things tend to come out. And of course, you, you're you're taking all of that. You're absorbing all of that. Is all yeah. being kind of reflected at you. And and again, that can have a huge, huge impact. Like you were saying, um, yeah. So, so what do you do then? What are your what are your hobbies? What do you do to kind of, or is you, or do you just like me? Do you just do do this? <laughs> Shouting at my kids. No, that, that's not a hobby. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, I love reading. I read every time I sit down. I pick up a book. I love it weirdly all the way through lockdown and 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 probably even still now I'm less about reading the business books and the self-help books I needed get um sort of getaway stuff you know things stuff that didn't require my brain so I just read all sorts whatever um I get a bit like I get a bit of a nervous twitch if I haven't got a book that if I'm coming to the end of one and there's not another one there waiting (laughs) um I love doing puzzles I mean, my friends think I'm 95 um, and they laugh at me, but I have a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle on the go most of the time. I love it because <laughs> I totally switch off when I do the puzzles. And if anyone tries to help, don't is my <laughs> advice. <laughs> Get out of my space. <laughs> That's brilliant. You know, it's just reminding me of a, I don't know whether you look on TikTok at all. I don't know. Oh, God. Well, I, I sadly, I, I do, and I end up losing hours and hours. People, I'm really busy. My children, my eldest son goes, "What have you been doing today, Mum? Just watching videos." <laughs> oh, I've been really busy. But um, there's this one where this lady's she's created this. It's a it's a color chart. It's a color Ooh. wheel, and it's all like all of the spectrum of color. It's a big round, gorgeous, puzzle. yeah, yeah. Oranges, blues, pinks, and she puts the last one in. And she goes finished and then the chat video just goes whoosh and sweeps it right across the table and it just flies into all of the million pieces again on the oh thing kind of looks at him and I was like oh my god that's not even funny <laughs> I have to watch it over and over again though but I mean god what do you do with them then when when they're done well I sit and look at them for, for a few days and then I'm like right clear that away give that to a charity shop get another one <laughs> And do you have like certain images or anything or do, is it just anything? I'm not very good at, I don't like pretty pictures. It's not that I don't like pretty pictures. I don't like doing a puzzle of pretty pictures. I tend to go for something that might be a city scene or might be a bit more hand, the original picture would have been maybe hand drawn with like, not quite cartoony. I don't even know what the right phrase is, but something a little bit quirky always really colourful interestingly now you've made me think about it always really colourful yeah I'll just I'll just be somewhere like a charity shop or bookshop or somewhere and I'll just see something I'll be like right yeah that you <laughs> yeah but um, and I've just started sewing so 
I've always been in awe of people who can sew their own clothes and things, and I've never even attempted it. But just recently, I've started um, a friend of mine. She's got a uh, a little sewing studio about half an hour away, and so I go to her. And um, so far, I've made pajama bottoms. Very proud of those. <laughs> and I'm currently just trying to make a camisole top. <laughs> so. You know, everyone says, oh, you'll be doing clothes next. It's like, no, I will not. This is for me. This is <laughs> my little getaway, my time for myself where I go somewhere and just think about sewing and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, brilliant. Oh, honestly, it's been um, it's been really fun chatting to you. What book are you reading at the moment? Oh, it's called Keeping Secrets. And it is fabulous. It's written by a lady called, oh, now she changes her surname for the book compared to what it is in real life. Wendy Charlton, I think the author, her author name is, but she's a lady I met networking. And this book is, it's, um, oh, why, why have I got brain fog, Bonnie? <laughs> <laughs> God, this is about it's about espionage. However, it, the underlying topic is dementia, and it is so cleverly written. It is about um, ex spies who are in a special spy care home, <laughs> a care home for spies, and they've got dementia at different stages. And basically, what is coming out of their mouths is it real or is it danger to national security? But it's a real, she's written it from experience of her, I think her father-in-law's dementia journey. And it's fabulous. And she's the second one's coming out soon and I can't wait. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going on holiday in a couple of weeks. So I might, um, that's something I might, I might get hard because I love espionage and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Brilliant. It is. It's only, it's only, you know, it's not a thick book, but yeah. it's so good. I loved it. I've, I'm loving it. Should I say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah that yeah because me but I love books I love reading but I never find the actual time to sit down and yeah so I I have a lot of like say sort of self-help books so I've got I'm reading ask and it's given uh, oh yeah oh my goodness that if you're anything you're into like the law of attraction and stuff like that oh oh, yeah big time oh it's a wonderful book so I've got that and then I've got oh I'm listening to I'm listening to audiobooks at the minute so I'm listening I'm Harry Potter again so that just keeps going round and round and round excellent yeah (laughs) um and then I do listen to quite a few podcasts you know, if one kind of pops up in my inbox and I'm thinking, oh, that sounds quite a good one. You know, I'll, I'll listen to podcasts, but the sitting down and reading bit, I really struggle with because I'm either drawing or yep. making food or, you know, doing something. When I go away, uh, you know, I mean, I could read a book in a day and I'm hoping yes. that's all I'm going to do. So, um, you know, I shall, yeah, that sounds like a good one for me. Yeah, I think, I mean, the the sitting down and reading is something I initially forced myself to do mm. in the, again, from coach, from counselling, she said, you've, you, you don't stop. You've got to have time out and you've got to listen to your body and you've got to rest sometimes if you feel like resting rest you know otherwise I'll be doing all the time (laughs) and so I forced myself to sit and read and now 
if I don't get a chance to sit and read, I'm like, oh, I haven't read today. <laughs> so it became, thankfully, it became a habit. And um, and uh, yeah, I'd love a, a good self help and a you know and a business book. Don't get me wrong. There are just times when my head can't is too full and it can't take it in. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I totally get that. Yeah, that just that sort of like just just getting away. I, I yeah yeah. So yeah, that's good. Where oh, are you going on holiday? Going to Corfu. Oh yeah, so envious. <laughs> we haven't been on holiday for a very long time. We went to yeah. we went to Whitby last year. Um, and my daughter, I like Whitby. I love Whitby. I love Whitby, and and to be honest, I've been more than happy just to go to Whitby. Yeah, but my daughter yeah. came home and she said, "Oh, you know, oh, we should go on, we should go on holiday." And I was like, "Oh, well, I'll have a look." And with me going, "Oh, I'll have a look," she's got her bags packed. She's going. She's put the time off work. She's like, "Well, I put the time off work, so we're going." Oh, bless her! I love it. Yeah, so yeah. I've, yeah, I've managed to get a um, yeah. I've got a, I've got a villa. I've, my older sister's joining us. Oh, brilliant! And then my one of my younger sisters is actually staying in Corfu at the same time as well. She's twenty minutes away, so she, we're going to meet up with her. Oh, fantastic! Lucy Hutchins Hunt, who who is one of my consultants. Yeah. He's in Corfu at the same time, so we're going to meet up there as well. So Corfu's not going to know what's in it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, I spent all of my family holidays in Corfu when I was, oh, when I was wonderful, and obviously it's it, it'll be very much changed now. But um, I, I'm just thinking, do you know what? A week doing nothing doesn't. Yeah. I don't. I'm not very good in the sun because I, I just go pink and burn. But actually, I can sit in the shade. Shade, yeah, definitely. Yes, you know sit and read and do absolutely oh and the greek food oh just fabulous yeah yeah so we're looking looking forward to that i'm looking forward to i'm a bit sort of you know the flying side of stuff i'm a bit like oh because all of the airports are up in the i know there's nothing i can do about that at this present moment in time so we'll just no. have, you know fingers crossed it'll be okay but yeah, yeah. so uh yeah looking forward to that looking forward very to that. nice very nice so I, I, yeah, we've been chatting an hour. Goodness oh, me! So we have. No. <laughs> you can't shut me up. That's the trouble. I'm just going. <laughs> oh dear! Um, it's been just absolutely wonderful talking to you. It really. Oh, thank you, Bonnie. I loved it. Well, this is what I love about these sort of sessions. They're not. They're not like you know. I don't send anybody any questions. Yeah. I don't kind of you know. We just do what we want to do, and if we want to have Brilliant. a bit. Of fun, have a bit of a laugh you know but but to me it's just about sitting and having a chat with a lovely person um, oh well it's no I mean as I said to you at the beginning I listen to all of them and I love them they're just oh. they're so they're so easy to listen to and that's down to you and it's just yeah fab oh. and I even thought what do I need what do I need oh, I need a cup and a and a um custard cream and I was like, oh well I've got I've got a coffee and a malted milk is that will that do <laughs> Do you know, I love a malted milk. So do I. <laughs> the problem with the malted milk, though, is, you, you, you know, they come in that sort of single packet. I know, you can the eat cow, the cow you realise. <laughs> you just all, well, one dunk, you just put it in your coffee, in it goes, and then another one. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I've got a, a box of custard creams in the kitchen. Because yeah. I've treat next week. Yeah. They are um, this size. No way. <laughs> They're about, I want to say they're about they're about 14 centimeters five and a half inches long oh my 
that's a custard cream and a half that is I know, wow I know, I know. I've sort of I've had to uh, brief all of the children don't eat them yeah so, uh, yeah oh, oh, gosh. oh it's been so nice talking to you Sarah really thank you and likewise well it's I always love talking to you so <laughs> Um, just brilliant and and you're you know just fascinating to hear all of the you know the different aspects and everything of your life and everything I think it's just wonderful oh, oh it's so funny how you, you look at your own story you don't think it's anything anything mate you know anything yeah. exciting or or anything do you but it's only when you say it out loud and people react yeah. that you think oh okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's wonderful, and you've certainly made a difference to to me and and my life and everything. I mean, Aww. you might not you might not see it with me sitting here now <laughs> with my smock on, but um, you know, I see I see a comfortable Bonnie, and that is that's it. That for me yeah. is is it, you know. And so, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I will be I will be getting all of the um, the posh clothes out for next week. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, it's been an absolute delight chatting to you. Thank you ever so much. And we'll um I'll be getting in touch with you very soon again for for, for more clothes from Oh bless you. Clothes. Well, thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Oh, it's a pleasure. Really, really lovely talking to you, Sarah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, I'll see you soon. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of my It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast. If you did, I'd be so grateful to you for emailing me or texting a link to the show or sharing it on social media with those you know who might like it too. My mission with this podcast is all about sharing mine and my community's experience and hope by telling your fascinating personal stories, championing the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and to create another channel through which I can support you to realise your coloured pencil and life dreams. If you haven't done so yet, please help me on my mission to spread positivity and joy throughout the coloured pencil world by following me on my socials at Bonnie Snowden Academy or by getting on my list at bonniesnowdenacademy.com. And remember, I truly believe if I can live the life of my dreams doing what I love, then you can too. We just need to keep championing and supporting each other along the way in order to make it happen. Till next time.